This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, we've got a special guest in Yannick Silver. He's doing amazing things with this book launch and has donated over $2 million towards impact. I'll break down what that means tomorrow. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. You know, sometimes I wake up, I do these shows, and I just know it's going to be one that I'm going to get emails and tweets about. This is one of those. We have Miss Pam O'Hara with us today. She is the CEO of Batchbook, which she co-founded in 2006. She's responsible for setting the overall direction and product strategy for the company. Now, here's what I love about Pam. She is balancing like you wouldn't believe. She's a mother. She's not your typical SaaS startup. She is based in Rhode Island, and she's committed to running a company that can adapt to the unique needs of both its employees and its customers to foster better organization, increase productivity, and a more balanced life. Pam, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. Thank you very much for having me. You are so welcome. So take us back to 2006. Why launch Batchbook? Well, it was an interesting time. I, at that point, had two young children, uh, and I had been working in Washington, D.C., helped found a um, technology development company. We built online applications for trade associations. Uh Uh, I left that company to move up to New England with my husband. Um, We had a couple of kids. I was trying to get back into the workforce. I was doing some consulting for some large businesses, some small businesses around their data management needs. And I realized I was working with a small business that was trying to find a way to keep up with their advertisers and their customers and their speakers. And they didn't have a good online tool for doing that. And I decided, you know what? I have the background. I have you know, the resources I don't have enough time, but whoever has enough time to do what they want to do. So I'm going to go for it anyway. Uh, I hired a couple of developers, um, you know, and we, we kicked it off. So Pam, uh, you, you guys caught the best small business CRM on your website. One of, you know, the top tribe, one of the things they're thinking about, especially folks in your position is they're going, I want to start a software business, but I don't know how to find my first developers. Tell us the story of how you hired your first developer before we get into the numbers of Batchbook. Sure. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm not sure that this is a practical advice. Don't say your husband. (laughs) It is not my husband. (laughs) I actually met um, my lead developer and then CTO on the playground. Uh, Our children were, you know, playing on the playground and, you know, as often happens when you're the adult standing on the edges, um, (laughs) you start talking to the other parents and we quickly realized Uh, You know, honestly, we were the only two geeks in our little, uh, you know, bedroom community and outside Providence, Rhode Island. And we just hit it off and we're talking about 
um, sort of our dreams and aspirations. He was actually a um, engineer at Amazon at that point. Um, and we both had sort of big visions for what this cloud technology that we were helping build, watching be built, um, could do for small businesses at that point, 2006, um, you know, there, there were a lot of big, um, enterprise tools kind of rolling out, but they're really small businesses weren't benefiting from that's great technology. There was, you know, you would go into a, my daycare center and there was this giant wall sized whiteboard Ugh. and that's where they kept like the schedules, every kid, every parent, <laughs> every schedule, right. On this giant whiteboard. I'm just like, it's so bad. It's so, gotta be a better way. Exactly. It's so a top tribe. There you have it. To find your first developer, go to more playgrounds. Okay. Exactly. So, <laughs> so Pam, we had back in episode 68, Zvi Bandon. Zvi runs a company called Kintaxley. They just last week raised $8 million and he kind of broke down their churn, their lifetime value, their kind of their revenue and how they're thinking about business. So I know software as a service episodes do really well. It looks like Batchbook is indeed a software as a service. Is that right? We are. Yes. And the two pricing plans you have on batchbook.com forward slash pricing are 33 per month build annually or 46 per month build annually. Help us understand and kind of break down up size for us. You have 16 team members. You're, are you self-funded? We are self-funded. Um, and we have, yeah, around, around 20, um, around 20 now. Great. Employees. Yeah. And it's okay. So self-funded, the company is now, what is it? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten years nine. old, almost nine years um, old. Yeah. Nine years. We started the end of the year. So yeah. Okay. And That's so all. how many customers are you currently serving? So we don't give out, um, exact numbers, but we're in the tens of thousands at this point. Um, you know, it's, it's grown, you know, as you can tell <laughs> exponentially over that time. And is that um, free and paid when you say tens of thousands or just paying customers? Uh, that is free and paid. Although oh. we, we don't have a freemium model, so it's, you know, it's largely paid. Okay. So you have well over at least 10,000 paying customers. Is that fair to say? Uh, somewhere in there. Yes. Okay, great. So help us understand, um, you have the two users, 5,000 contacts at 33 per month, and then you have unlimited users at 10,000 contacts. How did you think about, and why'd you set up the pricing like this? Um, well, it's very important for us that small businesses, um, use our technology to build better relationships with their customers. That's, you know, in our mission statement, in almost everything you'll read about us online. And an important part of that for us is for the entire team at that small business to be involved in those relationships. And so, um, you know, we introduced the concept of unlimited users uh, a few years ago. Um, up until that point, you know, most of our competitors uh, were charging either you know, per seat. So by user, it was, yep. you know, between 10 and $80 um, per user. There were some that did sort of groups of users, you know, one to three users was this amount, that sort of thing. And we were the first ones that said, you know what, why should small businesses have to pay to get another employee in on that conversation that that team is having with the customer. Because when you're at that stage in your business, when you are, um, you know, either a consulting company or a small retail shop, um, everyone is part of the conversation, <laughs> whether it's the person who, 
you know, answers the phone or the one who's going to answer the support ticket or the salesperson. So this is why you did unlimited users. So this is why we did unlimited users. A lot and- of... Tell me about, I was going to say, I'm hoping you're going to go to this, but I want to make sure we stay focused just because I'm sure Top Tribe's curious about this. You have contacts is really, it looks like the lever you use to have people pay more. Is that accurate? Exactly. And, you know, when I talk about it, I like to say we're charging by successful relationships. Like we charge you for how many relationships you get into your system. It, it, translates into contacts yeah. <laughs> for purposes of explaining to people our pricing structure. But yeah, we, we want, you know, if it takes your team and depending on, you know, the type of business it can be, you know, it might take you 50 employees to land that first client. Right. So why pay, you know, per for 50 seat. employees, right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> for that, for that one client. And, you know, there's other business types that, you know, one person can, you know, start off with a thousand customers, right? It makes complete sense. Yeah. It makes total sense. Um, let's talk about some unit economic stuff because so many people I talk to SaaS entrepreneurs specifically that are just starting out, they don't know things like their customer acquisition cost or CAC or lifetime value or things like that. What is your guys on average? Uh, let's just take an average. So the numbers will obviously stay vague. What, what is, what is the average let's call it business instead of customer because a business could have many seats, right? Um, what's the average business paying you guys per month? Uh, so the average business is paying us $42 per month. Okay. $42 per month. And, and this is great. So how do you, how do you acquire a new business? Is there a, what's the strategy there? Uh, so at this point, sort of the, the first channel and I'll, I'll take you if you don't mind quickly through sort of the, the stages, I think we've gone through, cause I, I think this can be helpful. Um, you know, and I look at it in terms of that first $10,000 in revenue, first hundred thousand dollars in revenue, first million in revenue, um, in, in that first, you know, $10,000 in revenue for us, uh, you know, it, it really was about, <clears throat> focusing in on one channel. And for us that, you know, that's the very early stages and the word of mouth channel. And really at that point, word of mouth was a lot, um, was done a lot on social. So we were, um, doing Twitter chats, um, you know, doing a lot of customer service in Twitter, doing a lot of customer engagement in Twitter. Um, this was even before Facebook, um, became prevalent in sort of the business channels. Um, but we really focused in on, you know, how to, um, how to connect in that one channel, which was that word of mouth. It was, you know, talking directly to customers, getting feedback, getting on the phone if necessary. And remember, these were the very early days. Um, at, at this point I had three children. Um, my third, my third child was born about six months after, (laughs) um, the company started. And so, uh, you know, so I literally was taking phone calls, um, in the, uh, in the car driving around, I had, uh, you know, a box of Twizzlers next to me and I would hand a Twizzler to each toddler. And (laughs) I would, I would tell the customer, you have a Twizzler, Twizzlers worth of my time. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you're going to hear screaming after that. I love Um, that. Now, are you guys doing paid media channel? Like let's look back at 2014 year in review. Are you guys leveraging any paid media spend now to acquire new customers? 
So we are, you know, we've certainly moved, um, you know, as you grow, you get into more you know, sophisticated marketing channels. We do do um, some paid social. That's our biggest channel still. How much um, do you so- do, would you say, in 2014 just in paid social? Oh, you know, I apologize. I don't know. Or, or, uh, or a range. I just, the, it'll help the top tribe if they get a sense of just scale. I mean, are we talking more or less than $10,000, more or less than $100,000? It's in the tens of thousands, I okay. would say. Um, you know, probably closer to 10000 a month. So yep. somewhere in there. Okay. And what is uh-huh. that? What is the, when you look at the, the customer acquisition cost that you're seeing for just a new business, not additional seats, but just a new business, what, what is that uh, on average? <laughs> it is all over the place. <laughs> um, you know, our, our, probably our worst channels are in a thousand dollars. Um, we, we, we tend to get out of those Come channels. On, give me the worst one, Pam. <laughs> What's the worst channel right now? Um, it's 25 it's it's october it's uh, november 2015 what's the worst channel you know the worst uh, again it's largely in social so we've yep. been doing facebook linkedin um twitter uh, honestly it's it's not so much that any one specific channel is bad it's been you know the more general our campaigns the worse they were performing sure so sure when when we really dig in and say you know we're going to target a very specific um, type of customer. We, we like to target, um, customers of our partners. A big part of our product is the integration that we do with other software products. So if you've got a partnership with, you know, a big well-known partner, you can go in and say, you know, I want to target people who've liked this company. Great. And so now we know there are customers of that company. So if we go in and target them and not only do we target them, we say, we want people you know, in that are also this, like them that are in this country and who are on mobile, yep. you know, so now we've got a very low cost channel. Um, we know our mobile is strong, so we're going to convert them. Well, um, you know, that that's when we've been very successful and we can get it down to, you know, dollars yep. instead of thousands. <laughs> well, that's great. So, so if we, um, a th- again, a thousand dollars again is your worst, then you've got somewhere if they're highly targeted, it's dollars to acquire a new customer. What about, how do you, how do you guys think about churn? So, well, first off, what is your churn? So if you have, if you have a hundred, if you have a hundred, like churn. <laughs> yeah, nobody, no SaaS business likes churn, but for every hundred customers, let's say you had a hundred customers last month, you have way more than that. How many of them will stay into the second month? Um, oh, for the, for, <laughs> I, I, I don't share <laughs> churn numbers. Um, the majority of them will stay to the second month. It is, um, you know, for us, it is then exponentially the um, retention rate after that first month. What is, is that? Exponentially higher. So it will. Retention you know, it rate will, after the first month. Um. It's it's essentially after that second month because the first month is um, sort of the it is the conversion point. Okay, um, so because of your thirty day free trial, right? So exactly. so what is retention again? It, these vary all over the place. I mean, contextually, they just raised eight million dollars. They have a churn rate of like six percent monthly. Others, you know, like we had Mad Mimi on the email marketing provider with Gary and Dean. They were looking mm-hmm. at ten percent monthly churn. Others, it's way lower, uh, or that's a ninety percent retention rate after that first month. After they're activated, Pam, for you guys, are you guys seeing above or below a ninety five percent monthly retention rate? 
Above 95%. Above 95. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, wonderful. So, okay, this is really helpful. Again, uh, over 95% retention rate month to month, average customer paying $42 per month and well over or somewhere around 10,000 uh, paying businesses. And again, they vary depending on size, depending on number of contacts they have. So, <clears throat> Pam, any uh, quick question? Do you guys have any plans to raise money or do you like the whole bootstrap model? That varies daily. <laughs> um, we do, we are not currently seeking outside funding. We do not have immediate plans. Um, we actually are launching um, a new product next year. Um, what is it? At first quarter of next year. That's as much as I can share <laughs> at this point. Um, it is it is a standalone. It is not a feature or a part of our existing product. Um, so it's it, you know for me as a as a you know, entrepreneur and a, a you know someone who's I, with a technology background, uh, it's been pretty exciting to to sort of go back to our roots and and start over with a, um, getting with in a the weeds again, product. right? Exactly. Yeah, the mockups, the wireframes, the pinups on the walls, the button placements. Exactly. <laughs> it's been it's but yeah, you know, some pretty rapid development. Um, it's it's fun to to go through iterations like this again. Um, Are you guys, Pam, if you're not looking at raising capital, I imagine you're right. You're either right around break even, or you're definitely cash flow positive. Is that the case? We are not at break even, but it's because I choose to continue investing. Like um, in variable marketing spend kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, we, and so, you know, honestly, once we get this new product out into the market, I, you know, we may, do something different than what we've done. I think. What do you mean? Like raise capital or cut expenses exactly. or what? A raise capital. Raise capital. Yeah. What would um, be like a dream valuation for you if you do decide a year or two years from now to raise capital? Um, on our new product, I don't know. <laughs> what about on the entire business? Like, well, hold on. Is this going to be a whole separate company? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, you're not sure yet. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fair enough. Great. Well, hey, Pam, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. And again, I will link to everything you've mentioned in the show notes, including the website, the numbers, the data, some channels you're testing at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top one, four, three, again, forward slash the top one, four, three, Pam, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? So, uh, batchbook.com is our, you know, the company website, all of my social channels, my email address, everything is listed there. Um, in most places, I am at Pam O'Hara um, or BB Pam O'Hara. That's that's me here, um, which is Batchbook Pam O'Hara. Um, but Batchbook.com is probably the best place, and there's even you know some little inside personal facts there as well. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Top Tribe, one of my favorite tools that I use to pump out great blog content and to really hire growth hackers on demand is Growth Geeks. 
It's a great tool. I use it for my blog, for my images, to help with the podcast production. And I worked out a great deal with the founder because he was on the show. Go to growthgeeks.com forward slash the top to start a free trial right now. Again, growthgeeks.com forward slash the top. Oh, great. Well, Pam, my heart's beating. We're about to get into my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? Uh, questions. <laughs> Good guess. It's, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. Number one, Pam, what's your favorite business book? So I have two, if that's okay. Sure. Um, one is the upside of down by Megan McArdle. Great book about failing early, failing fast and why you should do it. Uh, the other is the hard thing about hard things by Ben Horowitz. I think that's kind of the Bible at this point, um, for CEOs, uh, you know, kind of working on this grind, um, for as long as I have. Um, I would just add, uh, these aren't books, but I tend to spend a lot more time online, um, listening to podcasts and reading different blogs. I especially love blogs coming from CEOs talking about their own personal journey, not necessarily talking about, you know, the business of growing a business, but just the struggles they're going through. Preferably while they're going through them, right? Exactly. And I'll tell you two people who I think are doing a nice job. Let me, how about, how about you say that? How about you, uh, let's stick these in here. So, so top two CEOs that you're following or studying right now. Oh, okay. Um, well, so, uh, One would be Chris Schroeder, who I don't know if you're familiar with him. He wrote the book, The Entrepreneurial Revolution, Remaking the Middle East. So he was CEO of um, Washington Post, Newsweek.com, then started Health Central. But he's starting a whole new movement, um, basically looking at what's happening in the Middle East and how the entrepreneurial community there is – you know, is really helping build a foundation for hopefully some positive change. Great. Um, it's, it's really interesting and it really helps give you perspective. Um, sometimes you can get sort of mired in the, what am I doing? How am I doing it? And to then see some people who are facing like whole different challenges. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Pam, helps. we're going to go rapid fire here because we're hitting the time okay. limit. Okay. Number three, what is your favorite online tool like Evernote? Uh, I use Slack for almost every, all communication our entire team does at this point. Great. Okay. Number four, yes or no. Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? I have three kids. I get an average of one to 24 hours of sleep every night. (laughs) It just depends. Completely inconsistent. (laughs) All right. Last question here, Pam. Number five, if you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? I would say uh, at 20 years old, I thought I was nearing the end of the learning phase of my life and was about to then go on to the doing phase of my life. I'd wish I'd known then the entire thing as a learning phase and would have focused more at that point on continuing to learn and make mistakes instead of concentrating so much on doing everything right. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Just get it going instead of doing everything, instead of worrying about getting everything right. Well, Pam, hey, from launching Batchbook back in 2006 to growing it to over 10,000 customers, launching a new product next year, and really just excelling, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you. It was wonderful to, to be on the show. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 
If you guys enjoyed Pam, go back and yes, listen to yesterday's episode with Kimra Luna. She breaks down how she uses her 10,000 person list to do 880 grand in her first launch. 